Welcome to Gamers Down Under Podcast. This is episode 35 for a brand new year, mate. We finally made it to 2020. Oh, I can, you know what? Like, I just, I'm looking into the future and it's it's absolutely perfect. You could even say I've got 2020 vision. Oh, 2020 vision. So <laughs> do I. I can see you get about to press a key on that keyboard, mate. Just remember, uh... I'm listening and watching. Uh, I don't have me um, my mechanical keyboard. Oh, so there is a god. Mm-hmm. Ah, so take a bit of twenty twenty to believe it. All right, cool. So, what are we talking about today? Well, I'm not sure. I'm, let's find out together. <laughs> are we gonna open up the show notes today, at least or not? <laughs> I just opened it then. <laughs> I thought you were. That was that was oh, the button I was clicking. <laughs> I know. I like. <laughs> So this week's episode is news and updates from Gamers Down Under and also Gaming of the Week. So, Steve, would you like to kick off the first episode for 2020 with what gaming you've been done? Because you would have had heaps of time off, you're not working, you've got pure 100% of the time gaming. Game on. At first, like when I look at this game, I sit there and think, like I look at my library, I've got Star Wars, I've got Death Stranding, I've got Fortnite, like all these absolute enormous games, and I'm not playing them. I'm choosing to play this game over all of them, and it's it's literally like one of them games where you're like, you're, you're shy about even mentioning it even talking about it because you're like, oh, man, I'm so embarrassed. Like, it's like the, well, I guess it's a very similar of me admitting I play Fortnite to friends. That is the embarrassment. But then it's one of them games where you play in the background. You're like, ooh, I actually like this. But this game, it's a Switch game, which hurts because obviously I'm a PlayStation fanboy. Uh, at heart but at the moment switch has me sold and from what i read the other day i still don't actually know know how to pronounce the name of this game but it's ys so i'm just saying wise and then it's obviously v-i-i-i so eight um I, oh, know roman my, I know my roman numerals unlike you so i'm all uh, good uh, you corrected on that on a daily basis so um, yes. I've got a map now in my room of my Roman numerals. I'll know them yep. for sure next time. So I, it's why I'm just saying it. Someone, if they're listening and they know a better name for it, go right ahead. But I call it Wise 8 Lacrimosa of Dana. It is an action RPG. Love it. Absolutely. It's just enough where town builder etc etc is just winning me in there obviously i can really break it down like it's a port from a ps4 game some things i don't feel like they're done at 100 percent. and i'm not talking about ideas or aspects of the game like every game there will be some things that i reckon they should have done better like the town builder they should have done better the storyline is probably not deep enough for how many hours like i'm 30 hours in i'm four chapters nearly finished the fourth going on to the fifth chapter there's six chapters in the whole game 
and it's sort of like cutting in between some uh, video clips and like flashbacks of whatever happened on the island thousands of years ago. But it, it just, it's sort of like you're stranded on an island, you have to try to discover the island, and then once every five hours they might show you a five-minute clip of something that happened to Dana however many thousands of years ago. So it's like, why... Like, they haven't given you any detail yet after 30-plus hours why you care about Dana, why you even want to know about this whole story. But from what I read the other day, Wise 7 is actually the sequel. This hap- this game, and if so, anyone's listening and I'm wrong, please tell me because I, ha- I didn't play Wise 7. Now I'm going to after I finish this game. If this game came out 2016, I'm nervous about how old Wise 7 actually is. Um, But after complaining about little things that I believe they could have done better, the things that I believe they should have done better with the port, like, say, the view. When you're running, the view is always horizontal with the what you're looking at say the ground you're always looking directly forward from the ground but in this game you can run up a mountain but it keeps your view completely horizontal so all you can see is mountain you can't actually see the path you're trying to run so you have to try to hold the analog stick to try to look upwards and it's just a pain like it's like something so little i feel like they could have coded it in where your view stayed level with the ground that you're standing on if you know what i mean but instead it hasn't um there are some little aspects like say climbing a wall fair enough if you're going to put wall climbing into your mechanics go right ahead but sort of like assassin's creed if you've got it where you have a desperate jump from platform to platform but 99% of the time you don't make it because of their mechanics not because of your skill that's going to upset me because I'm like leaning, I'm like push X, push X, and it, doo, he just swan dives off an edge. And I'm like, yeah, what yeah. the hell was that? You weren't supposed to go that way. <laughs> and it, it's just a flaw in the mechanics. So there are little things, of course, that are going to come through. It's not a 10 out of 10 game, probably not even a 9 out of 10 game because of how weak the story is. But uh, for attention of what I'm... At, at the moment, like in three days, I put 24 hours on. That's averaging eight hours a day. Like that's a job. That's a full-time job. That's while still dad life, work life, uh, podcast life, streaming life. So it's not as if I've got an abundance of time flying out my rear end, but I've found it for this game. And I just, yeah. yeah. So Wise 8, Lacrimosa of Dana, so far has kicked my 2020 off for gaming-wise. And, yeah, loving it. Still loving it 30-plus hours in. Wow, that's impressive for you to play 30 hours of a game. Wow. Normally they get you quite quickly. You get to five hours, you're like, you know what, I'm done. But to get to 30, it must be pretty good. Um, Normal is five hours. That's when I've weighed up whether I like the game. 10 hours is really an average game these days. Over 20 is normally when I'm like, hmm, I actually like this game. There's only been probably three, four games in the last however many years that I've gotten over 100 hours. Yeah. Uh, 
Horizon Zero Dawn, Near Automata, and Final Fantasy Fifteen. Straight away, them three were the only three games in. Jeez, I can't, pretty much PS4's life that I put in over a hundred hours. That's enough of my um, gaming for this year. What about you? Here we go. So the professional gamer one hundred and one, Larman. I have been playing. You know what? I want to say this, and I'll come back. We'll talk about it later as well about the Nintendo eShop. It's not my friend, and I'm just going to leave that there, and we'll come back to it later. Mario Odyssey. I've been playing Mario Odyssey. I'm actually enjoying the game. I, I got it originally when I first got the Switch. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna smash it just like the Mario 64. Well, it's not like Mario 64. It's a lot like Mario on the Wii. Mm. I didn't give it the time of day, so I didn't play it. Yeah, yeah. So literally, there must have been another game. Ah, oh, it was Zelda, of course. There must have been another game. It was Zelda at the time. I'm like, that's it's it. Not I'm done. It's not you. It's me. That's it. So I didn't actually get to play it a lot. I played maybe the first level when it first came out. Uh, I was impressed by the T-Rex that you can get in the first level and you can run around and start destroying things with his feet. I don't know if you can really eat people, though. I tried to. It didn't really work. That mm. would have been a good mechanic putting in the game, but I don't think it would have got their PG rating. <laughs> That's but, true. Uh, so I'm actually smashing that. I'm up to the fourth level now in Odyssey. Do you know how many stars there is for that game? Well, it's not stars. They're actually moons now. Oh, they're ridiculous now. They're ridiculous. Like, the original Mario 64 had 100, and I thought, okay. Was it 100 or was rough. it 101? Oh, I think it was sure. 101. Wasn't it an odd number? Let's find out together. Yes, that's it. So there's 120 in the original Mario. And then now they've got 400. Like, how ridiculous is that? That's such a massive game. I reckon I've got probably about 10 to 15 just in the first level alone. And if you still load up the page, because it gives you, like, numbers of how many moons there are, and there's so many blanks that I haven't even found, I'm like, how many is there per level? So, but, yeah, really enjoying that. I don't think I'm going to get all of the moons. There was always a conspiracy theory that there was 121 stars in Mario 64. That's why we were getting confused about that odd number. People always swore, or oh, a mate of a mate of mine got it, and etc., etc. So I just read Dan, it's like there is no such thing as a 121st star. It is 120. That's it. Where have you gone? I'm reading about it now. I'm interested. <laughs> I'll come back to that. All right, cool. Well, that's good to know. So I love those conspiracy theories. The next one I've been playing, well, Team Sonic Racing. You know what? I prefer Mario Kart 100%. Yeah. Team Sonic Racing is a, I'm not going to say a cheapo's version of it, in case people actually like Sonic and then they want to come and kill me. But it's just, I don't like it. It's probably a lot like Crash Bandicoot because you have to do sort of like, uh, how do you, what, do, what do car people call it when you go around the corner and you sort of like fishtail drift. out? And, yeah, drifting. I, I clearly don't drift. Yeah, what do <laughs> car people call it? You're a yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm a gamer, mate. I'm not a car guy, right? So drifting, I can't do it. I'm not good at it, so I'll move on. I'll play a couple of levels of it. I'll probably play it again, but... Yeah, I think still Mario Kart's got me on that before Team Sonic. All right, so I've also been playing today uh, City Skylines. Now, I love Town Builders. However, never, ever, ever get me to design your city for you. 
I'm shocking. Yeah. I have a sewage problem. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know how to fix it. I had, at one point, I had the sewage going and then the water sucking it up to give people water right next to each other because I thought that was a good idea Mm -hmm. because I didn't want to take up space. Apparently, that's bad for the water. So people don't like drinking and eating the sewage. I don't know why. Jeez. Haven't they heard about desalination plants? Well, that's what I was thinking. That's the real thing. But, yeah, no, apparently not good. So enjoying that, City Skylines, that was good. Now, I've done one again with the missus. So we picked <laughs> up Mario Kart. I don't hear about it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Mario oh. Party. <laughs> well, there was some games hope- being played. <laughs> I hope it wasn't Mario Party and all his friends. Yep. Oh, it wasn't all his friends, that's for sure. It was just me and her playing Mario Party. Uh, it reminds me of the original Nintendo 64 version. Yep. So much fun. We've been playing it probably four nights this week. Like, and every time like, I go to bed, do I have a game? I'm like, <laughs> of course I want a game. <laughs> like, that's all I want to do. I, I don't need sleep. That's okay. I'll just play a game of Mario Party. I love it. I reckon it's so much fun. If we don't pass a level, I blame her. She blames yep. me. So, yeah, it's going to probably end up us getting a divorce because of Mario Party, but we're still <laughs> enjoying it nonetheless. <laughs> but no, so if you haven't played Mario Party, definitely like it. It's got different versions of the game. So you can actually play co-op, which was pretty cool because then we're on the same side and we're versing the computers. And then at the end of every course, if you pass it, you have to shake the Joy-Con and that makes your characters do like a high-five. And I'm oh, like, really? no, 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 we have to high-five and then shake the Joy-Con really quickly. <laughs> so that was my game I was playing. Yep. But, but nah, lots of fun. So, yeah, I'll let you know it's, next week what we're up to. It's little things like that. Like it's, And if anyone's listening, make sure they yell out right on our Facebook, whatever, what games their non-gaming partner plays. Like I fire up the Crash Bandicoot, Crash Bandicoot Racing, stuff like that, and it's enough for my partner to play. But like she watched me and her son play Fortnite the other day and there was no way she was going to pick up that controller. She wouldn't have a bar of it. But it's little games like that where, like I feel like Sims or some sort of town builder, I might be able to get her into it. But, like, she's watched me play some of my town builder games, even, like, Civilization and stuff. She's like, what the hell is that? Like, there's just so... It's so intricate, so detailed. Like, even I struggle with the the severe learning curve right at the start. Yeah, yeah. So nice. It's... Yeah, I'm very interested in seeing what games people can convince their partners to play with them. It'd be good to actually talk about next podcast, what their non-gaming partners play. Definitely. All right, any other gaming you've done this week? This one I actually am ashamed of. Like, the other one... (laughs) The other one I feel like I should be ashamed of it, but this one I actually am. It's a mobile game, Idol Wizards. I left it alone for a couple of days, uh... The problem being is, like, the more days in a row you play, the better your rewards are. So it's, like, it's something where even if you're not going to actually play it, just log in. Like, I just, I force myself to log in every day because you can, it's it's one of these idle games. You're not actually even doing it. It just idles away, earns money, blah, blah, blah. 
but you can get this times five bonus for up to a certain amount of hours. So if you and you have to watch like if you watch one thirty second whatever you want to call it thirty second ad, it'll give you half an hour, and you can do that five times all the way up to earn your two hours, two and a half, whatever. Because I'm so far along in the game, I've won a certain amount of cards. So now I get times five up to six hours. So as long as I do that first thing in the morning, I can turn the game off, come back six hours later, and I've earned at times five rate. It's like it's you don't even do anything, but it's just this satisfaction of growth, I guess. But they make it where capping the island, like to move to the next island, it takes you so long. Like you go, 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 go. And then all of a sudden it's like, just kidding. You're not going to be doing nothing. For, like I, I can sit there for eight hours and I can buy maybe one card. At this point, one of my cards, I've got to get it to 1500 to upgrade. It's at 1450. One day takes me one card. That is shocking. And because I can buy, I can pay money right now and I can probably get them 50 cards for $30. So it's like you either take a month to do it, uh, to go to the next island, or you just simply pay $30. It's $29.99, you know what I mean? And it's just like normal mobile gaming. Uh, it's very, very pay to win. But I'm, I have probably spent 20 bucks, 30 bucks on the game in its whole lifespan. Um, last time was when I was just stagnant on the island and I'd spent nearly a month trying to grind this thing. I spent seven ninety nine. boom, I was off the island that day. Yeah, yeah. See, that's so bad, man. You have to spend money to pass a level. Uh, like, I played Pokemon Go and I played it. I did play that this week as well, but, like, I still... No, I can't say that. That's a lie. I have paid money for it as well. Yeah, okay. Yeah. They suck you in, mate. <laughs> but, like, in the last six months, I can say I haven't spent a cent on it. But, like, you're willing to spend it to a certain degree. Yeah. Like, when I played Pokemon Go, I paid a little bit of money to get my bags bigger, I think it was. And yeah, that was it. Right. And yeah. that was it. That's all I wanted was a little bit extra room in my bags. And when you think about it, you're like, oh, well, stuff it. I paid $10 for a game that I've played for two years straight. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm okay with that. But yeah. this one, I'm like, oh. And even my daughters, they try getting me to play horse stories because they're just so excited to talk about it. And I'm like, I, you know what? Am I becoming my dad? Like, uh, dad didn't want to play computer games with me. He wanted to play pool and ping pong. Yeah, he played them with you. And soon he came over and I put on the VR and he wanted, and so did my father, they wanted the um the naughty yeah. girls dancing. Yeah. Grand Theft Auto, go to the strip club. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. No, and, like, and because he was, like, when I was younger, he'd be like, no, nah, don't worry about computer games, let's go to the pool hall or ping pong table. And now my daughter's like, oh, let's play horse stories. I'm like, don't worry about mobile gaming, let's fire up the Nintendo 64 or something like that. And I'm like, damn, am I becoming my father, like, when it comes to gaming? And so I... I have downloaded their games and I play them on my phone uh, to stay stay woke, I guess these young kids say these days. Stay relevant. Stay relevant. So you want to stay relevant so you're playing Horse Story. Okay, I'm hearing you. So that's what you're trying to say in this conversation. 
I am staying relevant. I'm playing horror stories. Staying Mate, okay. I'd love you to. I would really love you to do that at your workplace. I want you to tell everybody that you've played I've had horror stories. I've had it on my desk. I'm actually a boss oh. at my workplace. As, as oh. you know, and I've had it on my desk. I've had to pull someone in to reprimand them, and they've walked in. They've been like, "Oh, hi, Steve," and I go, oh, "Hi, mate. Have a have a seat. One second, because <laughs> I'm in the middle of jumping my horse. I've got my horse jumping his freaking whatever he's got to jump, and it earns me extra skill points. So I'm yeah, mid thirties." Boss man at work sitting in the office pulling someone in to reprimand him, and I'm sitting there playing me horse. Oh, that'd be so funny for me to say to one of the franchises. Hey, mate, just give me a second. I'm just uh, catching this Pokemon, mate. I'll be back. I'll give you a score yeah. in a minute. <laughs> yep. Oh, no. Gotta go for a walk. There's a Scyther outside. <laughs> I'll be back in a sec. Half an hour later, he didn't come back. No. Yes, that's that's that is literally my gaming of the week. I'm sitting here. I've put Star Wars in. I've loaded it. I've done the patches. I've done absolutely everything. But now, because of what YS8 has got me doing, I'm not gonna walk away from it. I have to. I have to finish this. I feel like it'll be the first game I actually finish in 2020. Wow. See, I wanna, that's the one thing I want to do as well this year. I want to actually be able to finish games. I'm so, like last year, it just felt incomplete the whole year. Because we were so busy with the page, with the podcast, with the website, I just didn't have time to actually finish the games. Yeah. So and then by the time we do our next giveaway or something like that, I'd get the game as well because I'm like, well, I can't give these people a game and not get it for myself. And <laughs> all of a sudden, I wouldn't go back. That's it. That's it. But no. All right. Sure. So we'll go on to the news from gamersdownunder.com. Perfect. So the Steam Awards happened. Steam Awards. Yeah. I didn't even know they had them. Like, just, it seriously just popped up. And I'm like, oh, Steam Awards. Apparently, this is the fourth one. <laughs> so they've only been going for four years. It was like a 10 minute video. That was it. That's all I could find online about. So it's not like a big event. I'm assuming like the other the gaming awards. But it was, yeah, a 10-minute video. Went through what the people nominated for Game of the Year, VR Game of the Year, Labor of Love, Better With Friends, Most Innovative. So we, we only care really about the Game of the Year, which is Hero, Shadows Die Twice. And we knew that definitely the beat the VR game was going to be Beat Saber. So. There you go. I didn't even know. I haven't really watched anything about it. No. Well, I've, I've tagged it on the website, so just have a look there, uh, and it will go through and they'll do their award show. But, yeah, I thought it was a bit lackluster. I thought it would have been on a stage somewhere presenting Fortnite revenue. You purely can just play that game without paying one cent. Yeah. And they've raised so much money in revenue. <laughs> it's <laughs> absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> when I saw it, I'm like, no way. So yep. massive. Like, for a free game. Yeah. So, oh, they've raised $1.8 billion. That's a bit better. Yeah, that's a bit better. Man, I want $1.8 Give me that. I'll make a Fortnite. Build the wall and build the wall. Go, Trumpy. Uh, no, no walls. No, uh, no walls. No buildings. <laughs> But yeah, so 1.8 billion. I don't know how a free game can make so much money just on 
Like, it's isn't Fortnite the loot that you buy is just cosmetics? Yes. That's it. There's no yeah. better guns or anything you can buy. Maybe skins, no. No. but it's yeah, all but, cosmetic. No. All cosmetic. So $1.8 billion on a T-shirt. Yep. <laughs> oh, you wear skins. Uh, okay, okay, skins. People wear skins? Oh, that's nice, too. Yeah, people are going to wear your skin. Oh, I'm scared, mate. <laughs> but yeah, so a free game makes $1.8 billion. I want to make a free game. <laughs> uh, you can wear a skin. But no, that's really good. It shows that people are engaging, they're playing the game, which we know it is quite a popular game, especially in the esports arenas. But $1.8 billion. Wow. Oh. It is, and it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous the sort of revenue that game is bringing in. I don't know where it gets them from. Like, it's like, where did like, where's all this revenue come from? Like, yeah. is there that many kids out there actually having to buy all these skins? Like, I haven't, I haven't spent a single cent. One of our streamers, because he backed it as an alpha or whatever, he actually has a very very limited edition skin which is tied to his account he reckons he could get a thousand dollars for his account now and that's a thousand dollars yeah that's a thousand dollars tomorrow yeah i'm like I sell it straight away yeah <laughs> it's a digital like, game so you're saying you could make money off a free game like and this isn't even like one of our other streamers where he had to say win a certain amount of games or do a thousand hours to get a certain skin this was just because he started playing the game in the right place at the right time can yep. now make very big buck one more than one week wage for the average person and he's like yeah yep i'm like oh well i know what i'd be doing i would definitely be selling it <laughs> but yes so gone in a heartbeat that's it and then i create a new account tomorrow and then go yeah play again Straight back on. Yeah, I might put five hundred on the skins if I want skins. Nah, <laughs> I wouldn't put five hundred on the skins. I'd put a hundred maybe. Nah, fifty. All right, I'm tight. Ten. <laughs> can you get it for ten? Yeah, yeah. Ah, yep. Beautiful. You can. No. Sold. <laughs> but no. So all right, cool. What about the eShop deals? The Nintendo eShop. I have. I've got a problem with this. I have a problem too. I'll let you talk, but I'll, yeah, I'll let you talk, and then I'll talk um, after you with my problem. <laughs> with your problem. I think it's going to be pretty much similar to my problem, but maybe it's a little bit different. So when I turned on the Switch, I went into the eShop, and I was just having a look at current deals out, and they're saying Mario Kart, $53. Super Mario Party, $53. <laughs> now, two weeks ago, I had paid for both these games for $79. I'll continue. Now, did you pay $79 for physical or... Digital. Oh. I'll talk about that in a second too. <laughs> I'm just so upset. I, I don't even know how to say it. Every time I buy something digitally on any eShop, literally the next day or the next couple of days, bang, sale. Like, uh, every time. It, it just aggravates me. I'm like, please just tell me when it's coming out. I'll wait. And you know what? It was over Christmas. So I'm like, I need some games to play. I need something to download. Bang. I've chosen those couple of games uh, and then playing it from there. But I, to have such sales now after Christmas, I'm like, I really should have waited. But then I had nothing to play. So what would well, you do? You, you want to know my hatred towards sales? 
I bought my missus a three hundred and eighty dollar watch for Christmas. I got I literally got it uh not pretty much Christmas Eve. They had big sales on, blah blah blah. I was like, Yep, perfect, done. I couldn't buy it earlier because I needed her to come and wear it and everything. A watch is a very bit of accessory where it's not really something i surprise people with so but that was it 380 dollars done boxing day sales come about still not really cheap everyone it's just fine all of a sudden she's gone to the shops today looking for one for her sister because her sister fell in love with it so much and she's like you know what stuff it i'll go to the shops and i'll have a look she got the exact same brand exact same limited edition model absolutely everything for $260, it's $120 cheaper only two weeks later. Wow. So I, I want to take hers back to JBI-Fi and say, unless you endorse this sale, because that's what good guys and stuff do, uh, if they yeah. have a sale within a certain time period, they'll actually, if you're on their concierge or whatever it is list, they'll send you an email saying, hey, we noticed you bought, say, the Nintendo Switch for $300 yeah. uh, a month ago. It's actually $220 now. Come in and get an $80 store credit. Oh, uh, okay. That's pretty they good. Don't even, they don't even need to do that. They just literally do it to keep people, like their customer, uh, happy. But, yeah, so I'm definitely interested to go down to um, JB Hi-Fi and say, come on, guys, not even full 14 days ago i paid 380 dollars like that's a 30 percent discount yeah. in le less than two weeks yeah. but yeah go, go back to your games go back to my games i'm done i'm just oh. devastated that i paid full price and then and i'll tell you why as well right with the switch and now with the playstation so playstation first started me on this digital craze with vr because everything on vr or well, not everything but majority of the stuff on vr is digital only so if I'm, I'm going for a completion of a whole vr library on the playstation store i'm buying them all digitally so then i was thinking i'm like i was playing the playstation the other week and i'm like you know what it's really good having digital copies because then i literally just press the button it loads up i don't need to put a cd in i don't need to move off my chair i just play the game fast forward a couple of weeks i'm like playing the switch i'm like oh, i want to put zelda back in oh where's the zelda case Oh, where's the cartridge that I haven't put back in the Zelda case? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, there's got to be an easier way. So then I'm jumping on the e-store. I'm like, I downloaded a couple of cheap games, and I can't remember what they're called. And I'm like, this is actually really cool. I press a button, it loads up. This is the first time I've gone over to digital. And I think it's PlayStation's fault, so that's why I'm going to blame. I'm going to blame PlayStation because of the PlayStation VR only has digital content majority of their products but yeah so now i'm loving digital by the way so i can just play all my games literally by sitting in my chair i don't have to find any little cartridge i just press the button it's mine i despise digital only because if they take it off their server you lose the game i as much as i like that for me sounds very very handy i lost my whole psp library yeah wow like a, one of my mates can't remember what he'd done he borrowed my backpack or something to go camping and i was like yeah yeah too easy bud and then i realized my psp stuff was in it and i was like damn but just be careful my psp stuff is in that bag nah it's all good mate yeah yeah i got you i got you and then he comes back and he's forgotten his bag and it's at his parents house and i'm like and i forget then and then it's like six months later i'm like but you never gave me my bag back after camping. He's like, good point. 
it's at my parents' house. I'll go and get it now. Nothing. Parents had cleaned up. What's this dodgy-looking bag sitting in my house for? Threw it out. It had, I reckon, over 20 PSP games. Like, and some now you can't get because they've lost licenses for them, stuff like that. You can't physically get them digitally. See, I would have told you I lost the backpack as well, though. Yeah, he probably still has them in his PSP to this day. Mm, that's it. That's now, uh, back on games. these prices, <laughs> you, you were saying they had the sale. So Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is down. This is my gripe. You've, you've, you've gone on. It's down to $53, so 33% off. So yep. very quickly saying the maths, that must have been around $80 before the yeah, sale. Yeah, 79 bucks. yeah. On EB Games, without even yep. trying to search and price match and everything like that, straight away Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, $79. So it is exactly the same price digital as it is physical. So I'm, I'm obviously now there's a discount. I mean, prior to the discount. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, so what was the next one you were saying? Super Mario Party down thirty three percent. So it yep. must have obviously been around that. Super Mario Party seventy nine dollars. So they have these games physical. This is what I'm I'm getting upset with Nintendo here. I understand brand new. Like, they're just obviously taking all the revenue. They're not losing a single cent into production, uh, shipping, all that kind of stuff. They're just like, hey, it's going to cost $80 for EB Games or $80 for you just to physically download it. That's absolutely ridiculous. I want to lose the plot by saying that out loud. That should be absolutely... I'll move past that, but... Look, I, when you're saying that, look, I do actually agree. If you're buying a digital product, you're not paying for them to manufacture any of the chips or the packaging or labour intensive for it. Got it on so a server. Got it onto the shelf. You've got it on a server. It's sitting there. I press download. It downloads to my device. Done. It should be cheaper. I agree. Yep, definitely. And that upsets me from the get-go. But what also upsets me next is Nintendo's sticking point to their price. Like, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, when did that come out? That was 2018, I think. I don't believe it was even 2019. I think it was two years ago, maybe even 17. But I think it was was very... It was 3rd of March, 2017. 17. So that's January 2020 now... That game is still $90 at EB Games. That's unreal. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? But like, all, I think consistently over the years, though, Nintendo has been quite consistent with their prices. Like, oh, I definitely. go in there now, I'm like, oh, is there any pre-owned ones? I'll pick up consoles. pre-owned ones for other consoles yep. whenever I'm in EB Games because normally you get it cheaper. I'm like, eh, you can't really damage the discs anymore. Well, that's here and there. But I really haven't had any issue with getting pre-owned in the past. Yep. But when you go to... Look at the Nintendo Switch. Uh, they are pre-owned, but they're nearly the same price. So I'm thinking, why would yeah. I buy pre-owned? I might as well yeah. just buy brand new. It's like Literally. a $5 saving to have someone else's copy. I no, think. Yep. Literally. It's just like, you've you got to be kidding me. Like, you're you're charging me the same price for... Like, uh, I'm like, well, pre-owned doesn't give me all these um, return policies, blah, blah, blah. I'm like... I want the brand new for only a couple of dollars more. But, like, EB Games, obviously, they've got their sales on. 
a lot of these games that I'm looking at right now, none on sale are a Nintendo actual, like, yes, they're on the Nintendo Switch, but, like, a lot of their major ones. Zelda, no sale. Uh, Luigi's Mansion, Super Mario Party. Oh, Super Mario Party is on sale. Not on EB Games. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yes, yeah. yes. Digital, yes. Mario Kart. Because they can't get their revenue back. Like, a, yes. if they're tied in the way books are, and this, and well, and music, say if you're trying to produce a, I think I've gone into it before. You say, want one million books. The producer will say, yep, done. We'll do a one million books and we'll send it to absolutely everyone. But after one year's time, they'll send what they've got left over and you have to pay for it. So if you've got all, you've got one million books after a year, 900,000 get returned. You have to buy 900,000 at cost. And that's why I believe EB Games, etc., never drop their prices because they're like, damn. If we send these back, we're going to have to pay top dollar. I think. I don't know. I don't know how but they how work. Does, how does Sony, oh, sorry, PlayStation and, and Xbox do it then? They must they, gi- they give bigger kickbacks. Like, from what I believe in the industry, like my mate who worked at Harvey Norman, say with an LG TV, JB Hi-Fi or Harvey Norman bought that TV from LG for $1,500, they'd sell it for $2,000. On their, sc- on their screen, they'd show you, be like, mate, look, we bought it for $1,500. How can I give it cheaper than $1,500? I'll lose money. I cannot go under $1,500. And everyone's like, damn, good point. But what they don't show you is on the next screen, they get a $500 kickback from LG for when they sell the screen. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. So, yeah, so, y- so yeah, yes, yeah. they bought it for $1,500, but by selling it, they're getting $500 back. And I believe that's what Sony does with their games. They're like, EB Games can buy it for $50, but when they sell it, Sony will give them $10 back, $20 back, whatever it is. And that's why they can drop their prices so drastically. Nintendo mustn't. They mustn't offer kickbacks. I can't find... This is literally all hearsay. I can't find anyone in the gaming industry who can actually tell me whether that's true or not. But um, from everything that I've read... It seems to, yeah, go hand in hand. All right. So, Xbox. Xbox news, mate. I'll tell you something about Xbox. You know, interested? Red Ring of Death. <laughs> no Red Ring of Death. Grand Theft Auto V being released on the Game Pass. Like, Xbox I... is seriously kicking goals with their service. Are people even still playing Grand Theft Auto V? Bring out I'm six or they're not even talking about making six. There's been no news about number six. Of course they're not. They're churning that sort of money. Why would they? That's it. But it's a really good game. I, mind you, I haven't actually played anything multiplayer because every time I do, I see someone running in the street and I just drive over them. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I yeah, didn't like the game. You didn't like it? Nah. I think I overhyped it too much to myself and just uh, moved on. You know, out of all the characters in there, I thought you were Trevor. 100%. Deep down, I am Trevor. Maybe that's why I don't like the game. <laughs> Tre- Trevor, no, would, he wouldn't like the game. Oh, he would. He would definitely play the game. <laughs> <too>. <laughs> no, 
No. All right. We'll talk about Sony then. So PlayStation Plus members, as of the 7th, you'll have access to Uncharted and, wait for it, the AAA-rated game, bum, 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 Goat Simulator. People, as I want to mock Goat Simulator, but people love it. I don't understand it. I, was, I watched a clip on it. I'm like, I haven't played it. I'll have to wait. And I'm like, what is this Goat Simulator? Why do people even play it? It looks ridiculous. But uh, in saying that, if people like it, I'm, I'm sorry. Enjoy it. Good luck. But it's just like that goose game. It went nuts. I don't understand. This the goat simulator looks quite like it. You're running through towns. You're hitting people. They go flying. There's no physics involved because they, yep. it's like they're in space because they're flying and flying away. And you're like, okay, like that wouldn't happen in real life. Yeah, I don't know. Just not a fan. Uncharted's pretty good. Yeah, I, I don't mind the Uncharted. Um, yeah. I, I never got into it too much. Uh, it's sort of like when I was growing up, the Tomb Raider and stuff was life, but these days I'm not, I don't pull too many hours into that. So, but I like one of my um, friends, he smashes it, absolutely loves it. All right, so the other news we had from Gamers Garner was the VR glove that gives the user the sense of touch. Now, this is quite interesting, right? All other VRs and VR systems have been doing sight because you need to be immersed, you need to see everything around you. It was never touch. You could interact it with, like, the Move controllers or the Oculus controllers, but you could never actually sense or feel anything. So if you see the flame, you won't actually be able to touch the flame sort of thing. So a company has designed a VR glove. It's on our website. Um, and it's several different technologies to detect hand and finger movements and provides different types of feedbacks to stimulate the sense of touch in each finger. Each finger, you'll be able to feel that you've touched something. I reckon it's amazing. It, 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 look, it's not as good as the power glove back in the NES days. Yep, yep. But, but it looks pretty sick as well. It actually isn't designed for gaming, but we're, I'm hoping it does come across to be for gaming as well. Like, there, they, there has been talks about audio haptics and stuff like that. They're like, I've seen the vests where yeah. they can hear, like, they've got speakers in there, etc., etc. I think that's... And I, I've talked about it. It's funny that it come out because I think it was only one or two podcasts ago I said that I feel like that'll be the next step in vr like i don't believe it'll be that full immersive that like say sword art online that i'm i'm thinking that would, yeah. that's what i would like yeah. um to eventually get to but for now i feel like full haptics the touch mm. and sound is definitely the next step for vr mm. one of my friends got the oculus quest yeah yeah um it's, he's saying it's amazing. He literally says the the VR system is amazing. You can connect it to your computer. You can have it stand alone by itself. If you go into a room, it knows which room you're in. I don't know how it works, but it detects what room you're in and goes, okay, if you actually draw your square, that what you're going to play your game in so you won't hit the wall and it'll warn you. He's saying it's fantastic. Haven't got one yet. About 620 last I looked. 
And the only reason I looked is because he keeps sends it, sending it to my messenger just to remind me, hey, man, the VR, <laughs> you need to get on this new VR system. So I don't know how hard that film is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, this VR system, like you saw it, I got it pre- pretty cheap. I got a bit of a bargain there. If I paid any more than that, I probably wouldn't have been too interested. I've actually watched more anime than I have actually played it yeah but you see what i mean though like with the oculus quest you don't have to have it hooked up you literally Mm. can sit in any room bang put it on it'll detect where your room is and then you can put it up oculus also has a cinema mode because i was asking about this as well Mm -hmm. and you can literally be in a cinema by yourself and it looks like you're in a cinema you can see your chair that you're sitting on you can look around see the screen or even a better thing is say for example you and i have the oculus quest we can both watch a a movie together sitting in that same virtual cinema and if you talk i can hear you and if i talk you can hear me so it's like a a community experience inside oculus that's so weird eh? i reckon that's unreal when he was telling me that i'm like can you please stop it's christmas it's expensive already and now you're telling me about another 600 bucks that i spent I've got yeah. to spend. No, it's not like I want to. It's I have to have it. <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. He sent me a message today going, hey, have you got it yet? I'm like, not yet. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> it's like you go, like I feel like it's we've had a couple of things come out as of late, but then it went a bit dry. And then all of a sudden, January, we've got Kakarot. It's yes. probably the only major one in January. Then I don't even, I don't know about February. I've got to look back at the calendar. March, obviously, we all know what's happening in March. I'm having some time off, and I'm going to stream that. And... <laughs> oh, was that for um Sims? Sims. Yeah, Sims. it was the Sims. It was a Sims vacation. Twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to have it some time. Nothing to do with Final Fantasy. <laughs> no, Final Fantasy. Oh, apparently Final Fantasy VII Remake's coming out the same day, but I won't worry about getting it. Um, I hope it doesn't have Roman numerals, mate. I won't know what it is. Oh, mate, you're still stuck. I've been talking about Final Fantasy VII. You're like, geez, I don't know which game that is, but I love Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's it. Have you got anything else you wanted to talk about? Uh, that's about it. I wanted to... You've heard me little rant. <laughs> that's you've about heard... it when he starts another rant. I love yep. it. No, nah, you've heard me rant about physical versus digital, sales versus non-sales, Nintendo. Like, uh, yeah, is there but... any other company we can upset? Ooh, I, I haven't actually um, brought up EA yet, have I? I don't know. EA, get in the game! Just in case I haven't, EA are probably as bad as you with that saying. <laughs> you want to know the real saying, you have to pay five ninety five. I was about to say, if you want me to say it, pay me five ninety five. <laughs> Classic EA. Classic EA. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Make sure you check out gamersdownunder.com for all your gaming news and reviews. Finally, smash that subscribe button for 2020, and it'll never be game over. And gamers got a game.